0: All right, getting you ready for Michigan, 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 Washington tonight, national championship, live from Houston. And look, uh, locally, I mean, if you can't be at the game, the next best thing is try to find a place to be at where where other Michigan fans are, and you have a good time, or you commiserate together. It's the 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 the, the nice and bad part of sports, um. And there are a lot of different options. Obviously, you can head on over to Imagine and watch the game there. We'll give you another option coming up in, in just a little while. But but there are ways to enjoy this game with other fans at awesome spots. And uh, you have a couple drinks, you get something to eat, and, and you have a nice time with this national championship game. Michael is in Arkansas. He's got some thoughts. What's up, Michael?
1: Hey, guys. How are you? I'm
0: good, man. What's going on?
1: Good. Well, listen, so I am from Fayetteville, Arkansas, but I drove about 800 miles to come up here and see the game with other Michigan fans. I'm going with my brother in Lansing, and I grew up in Flint, so I grew up a Michigan fan, go Blue, go Wolverines, and I drove up here yesterday, left Fayetteville, Arkansas. Not Not a good season for the Razorbacks, but drove up here yesterday i'm up here today going to go see the game tonight at a theater in Lansing.
0: good for you man that's awesome when did you move down to arkansas blue.
1: uh i moved there about 30 years ago oh so, so you've, been, been, you've been i've been in Arkansas. yeah i've been there for a long time
0: yeah so, i had a cousin that played college hockey at arkansas uh just a few years ago college,
1: ho-
0: college, college hockey, hockey at okay. arkansas yeah, yeah. We do have a-
1: We do have have a hockey team down
0: there, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call it, you know, Hockey Central, but uh, he had a lot of fun. He loved the Razorbacks, so that's great. Michael, enjoy the game, man. Go blue.
1: Michigan by 10. All right, there it
0: is. Michael with the definitive definitive, uh, stamp on that one. Uh, Meanwhile, our sister station, WTKA, is down in Houston. Ira Weintraub, the sports director, joins us. Ira, it's good to have you.
1: Great to be here from high atop NRG Stadium, staring out at a very empty field and an empty stadium that in a few hours is going to be very raucous.
0: Are, are we starting to see some some activity in the stadium, though, at, at uh, just about 10 to 3?
1: Yeah, outside the stadium, even though it's windy and they're worried about some maybe potential bad weather later on, that shouldn't affect the game. But their fans are definitely coming in. You're hearing dogs barking for the mm-hmm. you know, and go Blues going and all that. Inside is still pretty quiet. Some media kind of doing what I'm going to do in a little bit, which is take a lap around the field and just check out the playing surface and go down because that's a great opportunity before the game to walk the field. Other than that, it's actually this is the ultimate quiet before the storm.
0: So you've spent a, a a a lot of time around this team and and it seems like the chemical makeup is they will not be rattled uh no matter what is thrown at them and a lot has been thrown at them this year with Jim Harbaugh's first uh, three game suspension handed down by the university um and then the, obviously the 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 sign stealing allegations that broke midway through the season and then another uh, Jim Harbaugh uh, suspension but they have continued to maintain a, a steady calm about this team because it, it seems from the outside looking in, they are very aware of what they're capable of. We saw it last week in the Rose Bowl. What What are your impressions post-Rose Bowl leading up to, to the championship game of this team?
1: I think the Rose Bowl just kind of confirmed what we know is that the team is different, right? Like. You know, in years past, you know, in the the down years, especially of Michigan football, they get, you know, kicked a little bit and you get punched in the face. How do you respond? They folded every time. And we just got used to it. And it was unfortunate and it was depressing as a fan. This team is built different. They've been kicked in the face. They've been punched. All the different analogies you want to use. And they have the resilience uh, factor is just phenomenal for this team. It's the chemistry. It's the leadership. It's, I mean, they're really just good kids on this team. And all that kind of comes together. Yeah, and they – and they're really talented, so you have all those things come together, create a perfect storm, and set yourself up for a chance to play for the national championship.
0: In this era of college football, the, the, the gone are the days of you know it, school loyalty to a certain extent. Where now we're starting to see more and more kids transfer for NIL deals or moving around because they don't like their playing situation. This team, I mean, their 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 obvious affection for their university is is so obvious based on the way that they speak, based on the way that they play. Um, do you find that unique? And, and is that almost like a, a superpower for them in, a, in almost a college football era gone by?
1: Well, it took them a little bit of work. If you guys think back to that dreadful 2020 COVID season and you look at the list of players that transferred out, there were some talented players that transferred out. But if you talk to the coaches, you talk to other players on the team, they'll tell you guys that transferred out weren't a fit. And I was having this conversation last night. You have to to play at Michigan. You have to be really talented, and you have to fit. It can't be one or the other, right? You can't just be super talented, but you don't fit. Those guys hurt teams. They are end up being, you know, problems in the locker room, et cetera. And you can't just be a great fit because you got to have enough talent to play at Michigan. And Jim has done an amazing job of finding those guys, his coaching staff of coaching these guys up. But there is something to be said about. It's a very unique culture, yeah. In this day and age, there'll be players that transfer out, mainly guys that, as they get older and they graduate, want to play. And you mm-hmm. understand that guys that have gotten passed over want to play and sure. get that opportunity, but there is a unique Sense with the team, and it, you'll see it along the offensive line. There are young guys that they get recruited over through the transfer portal, and then the younger guys stay, and then they're ready to play as juniors and seniors. And it's they kind of embrace the process, and they seem to really relish in it. And if you don't, you're not going to be a fit here, or you know, with Michigan. And they found a way in the last few years to finally find that perfect combination of coaches and players, and that right fit of everybody to come together. All right, I want to get your thoughts on the game.
0: Michael Penix Jr. last week threw for 430 yards, and Texas still had a chance to win that that game at the end of the game. It, it, that, to me, seems like an unsustainable model. Michigan does have experience facing high-powered quarterbacks and a high-powered receiving group. Um, does Do those uh, lessons learned and games played against Ohio State – uh help them at all in tonight's game and and I just I don't know that this offense has seen a defense like this and I just feel like I feel like Washington's have going to have a difficult time on both sides of the ball tonight
1: yeah, so Washington hasn't faced a top 60 defense in, in most analytic numbers, right? So, and Michigan in the last, you know, five games has played four top 10 defenses, just to get, you know, the comparison. I do think that Washington has, is going to see a whole bunch of stuff they've never seen. Just go back to what Marvin Harrison Jr. said after the Ohio State game. He's like, i got coverages against me I've never seen before. Jesse Minner's throwing NFL defenses, NFL coverages on these guys, and it's not like they have to come up with a game plan in a week. Because the game plan they used last year against Ohio State and C.J. Stroud, the game plan they used two years ago against Ohio State and C.J. Stroud, there's a lot of carryover into this game. And so I think the preparations, all the Ohio State drills, all the things that they've done to prepare to beat Ohio State has built them to beat a team like Washington, because there are a lot of similarities, Shroud and Penix and the receivers on the outside and, you know, a good running game. And I do think that when all is said and done, I don't think Washington, although their offensive line is talented are I don't know if they have seen anything quite like that Michigan defensive front, which is bring body after body and body after you. And that at some point should wear down Washington and give Michigan the chance to win the game.
0: All right. Uh, Who is the one player that we're talking about tomorrow after this game? Good, bad, right, wrong, Who's the Who's the guy on this Michigan team that we're talking about tomorrow?
1: I mean, the, the easy, obvious answer on offense is that you're going to be talking about J.J. McCarthy and Blake Corm, because J.J. needs to cook a little bit in order to win a game, especially if it gets into somewhat of a shootout. The quarterback's going to have to make plays. But at the same time, Washington hasn't faced a running game like Michigan's, in, and if Blake Corm can do mm-hmm. what Blake Corm is able to do like he did last week when he broke that run right for the big score late in the game, it's – those two guys on offense and defensively I don't think I can pick a name. Yeah. I would just say the defensive front. Like they <laughs> yeah. rotate, you yeah. know, yeah. seven, eight, nine guys, and it could be Derek Moore, it could be Josiah Stewart, it yeah. could be Braden McGregor, it could be Mason Grant, they it could got be a, Kenneth Grant. They got a
0: ton of playmakers on that side of the ball. I will rind Rob on W T K. Thanks for the time, man. Have yourself a wonderful time down in Houston.